Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's mentally yours for Melon and Focus on your mental health, you surely won't regret. It's mentally, 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 mentally yours. Mentally yours. Mentally yours. Hi everyone, and welcome to Mentally Yours, Metro.co.uk's mental health podcast. We're doing things a bit differently at the moment and chatting to experts about mental health and the coronavirus epidemic. Today's guest is Sue Pert. She's a volunteer for the Samaritans. We're going to be chatting about how to support other people during the epidemic and why it's okay to call them anytime. So, Sue, welcome to Mentally Yours. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, Yvette. Thanks for coming on. So, you're a volunteer with the Samaritans. How long have you been working with them? Um, actually, not long, about two years. Um, I started doing it when I stopped work. Um, and I'd worked in a very busy, high pressure job that really left no room for anything else. And when I stopped doing it, I suddenly thought I really would like to investigate Samaritans. Um, and it was a thought that just came out of a clear blue sky. I don't know why, but it did. Um, and I discovered there was a branch quite near to me. And I went to the information evening. I was really impressed with what I saw and um, went straight into the training. And at all the, all the way through, I was thinking, if I don't feel this is quite right, you know, I'll just stop. It's fine. But I never once felt it wasn't quite right. And I've never felt it wasn't right since. Um, and I look forward to the shifts, actually. I find them really interesting and men mentally you know, mentally stimulating. And um, so I have no regrets about about volunteering at all. Well, I think it's incredible work that you do. Um, on the podcast, we always refer people to Samaritans at the end just because um, some people might have been sort of, you know, 
things come up um, if, if we're speaking about difficult issues. And it's it's really fantastic to know that the Samaritans is there um, just to listen and to sort of have chats. Um, what are the sort of things that you deal with um, on a daily basis in terms of chatting to people? Oh, my goodness. Um, callers' issues are like snowflakes. There are no two that are the same. Uh, there are kind of broad categories that uh, they can fall into, such as isolation and loneliness, uh, mental health issues, physical health issues, uh, worries about work or finance, family, um, uh, could be violence or abuse uh, or other things. Um, but those are very broad categories. And when you're talking to a caller, it, it's completely incredible. You know, you could you couldn't you couldn't make up what some people have to go through. Um, and everyone, everyone is different. I mean, mm-hmm. before I was a Samaritan, I worked in newspapers and I thought I'd seen and heard it all. <laughs> but I realized when I when I became a Samaritan that I hadn't even scratched the surface of what goes on in people's lives, you know, on a day to day basis. It's been very mm-hmm. illuminating. Um, how have you seen things change during the epidemic? Because I'm sure the Samaritans has been inundated during the stressful time. Yeah, well, it's interesting. We are always inundated, to be perfectly honest. Um, You know, you go on shift and you take a call and you put the phone down and it immediately rings again. There's just never any let up. The calls just keep coming through. And it's the same now. Um, And we have uh, had a category added to the categories that we deal with, one being COVID. Um, However, in my own experience of doing shifts through the lockdown, um, I haven't had any calls specifically about COVID. And when I think about it, I think that possibly mental health, when it comes to mental health, it's a little bit like physical health. So people who have mentioned COVID to me have also got other issues. So it's a bit like you have underlying issues and then COVID and the challenges of COVID uh, sort of exacerbate those issues Mm. as it has done with physical health, you know, so the people who were suffering most with COVID were the people who had underlying issues. And that for me uh, in the calls I've taken has been the case that people have got issues going on in their lives may they may be prone to depression they may be feeling very lonely uh and now lockdown has sort of brought those issues into much sharper focus but That's i haven't any, i haven't had anyone call specifically about covid and uh, you know saying they're frightened of that though i'm sure many people are but I think a lot of people sort of listening to the podcast will probably relate to that because just sort of anecdotally, sort of from friends and even sort of family um, who have sort of long-term mental health issues. For instance, if you sort of have an anxiety, if, if you know that you have general anxiety disorder, that sort of become worse because of COVID. Um, 
or sort of sort of in my case, I've got bipolar disorder and they've, there's been issues in terms of getting medication because of COVID. Yeah. So it's, it's all sort of, um, I suppose lots of things become worse sort of for people. Yes. I have um, no question about that. And actually, um, people with mental health issues and depending on how acute those mental health issues are often have quite a good comprehensive support care package in place with the NHS. And because of social distancing and because of not being able to see people face to face, for many people with mental health issues, that support system has evaporated actually during lockdown. And we do see, we do see people calling us because they can't any longer speak to their key worker or their support worker. Um, and uh, yeah, I think, I think it's it's very difficult for people in that situation because the the package they used to be able to rely on isn't there. The same thing happens a bit at Christmas and times like that, you know, holidays. People are away and doing other things. And it's a bit like that with lockdown. Mm. I mean, some GMPs and, and um, your mental health workers are offering, um, for example, counselling sort of via laptops or yeah. sort of sessions over the phone. I think there's probably pros and cons for different people. I think some people find that helpful. For instance, if you're depressed, you might find it easier to just sort of pick up the phone and chat to someone than actually go into a surgery. But then, yeah. as you say, for a lot of people, if you're used to seeing the same person face-to-face, um, it can be sort of quite difficult to get used to sort of a new way of talking to them or, or yeah. if um, yeah. it's sort of taken away altogether. I think they're doing what they can where they can i think i think they're doing an incredible job but it's inevitably going to be a bit patchy and maybe your key worker has to uh self-isolate or is ill and they can't be there for you um i also you, you know i had another caller who couldn't go to church for her church was a vital part of her of her weekly routine really it was a point where she sort of touched base every week with the community that went to church and suddenly that was taken from her and that was very hard um so yeah it's it's people are finding i think that their regular support system has been taken away and therefore it leaves you feeling very unanchored um and mm. a little bit uh a little bit out of balance and, and and I think there's no question that lockdown's been a huge adjustment for all of us. You know, it's massive what what has happened in the last few weeks. You know, the, the country's come to a standstill. That's huge. And you, you can't sort of pretend it's not huge. It, it will have an impact on all of us to one degree or another. Now, you know, some mm. of us are more resilient than others. Um, uh, but, you know, it, it, being less resilient is not a sign of failure. You know, it, it it is just the person you are and you may need some support. And certainly Samaritans is there to support anybody who is struggling through this time. Mm. So, so you're kind of, I mean, the expert in listening to people and supporting people. Um, what advice can you give to friends and family in terms of supporting people they know have long-term mental health issues? Well, I mean, my advice it would be really simple. Um, 
you can't do the wrong thing in a situation like this. So if you're thinking, you know, I wonder if Auntie May would like a phone call, don't ask yourself, don't spend time asking yourself that question, call her. You know, or if you have a neighbor or a friend or someone in the community that you think might be isolating on their own, um, might be a little bit lonely, pick up the phone and call them. You can't do any harm by doing that. You can only do good. (laughs) If they don't want you to call them, they'll say so, but you still won't have done them any harm. And I would say more or less 10 times out of 10, they would really appreciate the fact that you had taken the time to pick up the phone and see how they're getting on, see how they're coping. And again, the questions you ask um, need to be quite open questions, but not too general. So the question, how are you, is a very general question, which even if you're feeling bad, you could say, oh, I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. So it's better to say something like, how are you today? Or how are you coping with lockdown? How are you finding coping with lockdown? Um, Because that's a little bit more specific and it gives them something to really answer. They may say, well, you know, I have good days, but I have less good days. And then you might say, well, tell me about the less good days. Why, you know, what is it that makes them less good? And those few words tell me more about, we use those a lot in Samaritans. Someone will give you a hook, like they'll say, yeah, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay, but I, I didn't sleep so well last night. So then you could say, well, tell me more about last night. Had something happened? to make you not sleep you know were you anxious about something and it's just about really gentle questioning um gentle probing and um establishing a rapport so that they feel they can uh so that they feel that you're offering them a space in which they can explore their feelings and it and and the other thing you have to to remember, which I had great difficulty with because uh, I'm the world's worst interrupter. Um, but if you're if you're on a call with Samaritans or if you're calling a neighbour to see how they are, it's not really about you. It's about them. So while you might want to jump in and say, oh, I know I had a terrible day yesterday, try not to do that. Just listen to them talk about their day. This is This is about them and give them a chance to to tell you about it and that can be very rewarding it can be very rewarding for you to listen and very rewarding for them to share what about some advice um for people who are giving a lot of support to somebody like that whether they're in isolation with somebody who needs a lot of care or if they're regularly sort of uh, ringing someone up to support them sort of in the same position as you are um, how can they look after their mental health themselves? Uh, well, I think that's a really important one. And certainly at Samaritans, we have a, a very good support system for the listening volunteers uh, where 
we 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 always we we always go on shift in the branch so there's always more than one samaritan on any one shift so you can sort of share with one another if you've had a a difficult call uh, we also have day leaders who are at home but at the end of every shift you offload to the day leader uh, anything that might have stay you know that might be going to stay with you that might be slightly more traumatic um in for, for people doing this at home i would i would just say to try to keep in touch with how you are feeling yourself and try to make time in every day just for yourself to be alone with your own thoughts to go for a walk around the block um to breathe do some breathing exercises make sure you're able to get your sleep if you find that you're not sleeping so well that can be a sign that you're beginning to get a bit anxious and overwrought i think it's just about taking your own as it were your own mental temperature every day um and making sure that as well as supporting other people you're doing things that are just for you that you enjoy and the things that you find comforting whether it's listening to music or uh doing a little bit of cooking um writing a letter whatever it might be make sure you carve out time for yourself fantastic thanks sue you've given us so much fantastic advice um is there anything you'd like to add at all um not really Yvette. i just would like to say to anybody out there listening please don't hesitate to pick up the phone and contact samaritans if you're finding this period particularly difficult um the other thing we do have is email of course um and one thing i have noticed is that uh people are emailing because you know you could be in a house and there's a lot of people and it's hard to find a private space to make a phone call and if that's the case do remember that you can email us and we will support you by email um and that way is very private great uh, so the number's 116123 what's the email Ah, oh gosh, Yvette, um, you've got me there. Uh, I'm oh, sorry. I, I can find it and I can add it at the end if you like. That's that's yeah, fine because we always mention the number. Off the top of my head. I know the number off the top of my head, but not the email address. Sorry. No worries. I'll, yeah, we always mention about the number at the end anyway. So I'll, I'll check the email as well because that's such a good point about if you're in a busy household, why yeah, email might be uh, a preferable means of communication. So this is goodbye. If you've been affected by anything we've been chatting about today, please give the Samaritans ring on 116123. You can also email them. That address is joe at samaritans.org. You can also visit their website, which is samaritans.org.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 